We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And the reason Malik was our quarterback was because he would change the play and, and, and put it in the right play. And why I change it, they'd be mad as hell. They'd be like, so what like, are you know, doing? I'm like, you know, I see that's, something. That's what we wanted. Like, bro, I was talking to Breeze about the other night. We was like, man, like, the reason we were so good because Malik would see somebody like, hey, my, my Breeze is over there one-on-one. I'm throwing it to him. Check it. Just Check it. it. You know, like, Check it. Will, will one-on-one. Yo, I'm throwing it to you got to connect, connect us with Breeze. Oh yeah, yeah. That's dude. Breezy's been one to guess. I'm like, I did, Breezy is dude. Breezy, like, has been Breezy and knows like all the uh, the buried bodies and everything because he <laughs> Breezy know everything. Played from the beginning since he got there. Been around everybody. Knows all the people we played against. I mean, was Breezy like one of the first impact freshman receivers? Yeah, in the Oklahoma game. Yeah, he had to be the big Oklahoma catch. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amateur year. Yeah, basically what they could have done with the Tobias Merriweather last year all year. Yeah. Here are your plays. You, you I, think, the I really think it's a mindset we had in the office. You know, yeah. it, was a, it was a collective mindset that said, we're just going to be super stingy. <laughs> we super lazy in recruiting. We're going to do the bare minimum just enough. But because we got players that are inspired, they'll just do the rest and we can just coast. And that mindset has just been hanging around, you know, and it, it affects all areas, you know, it's, it is an optic thing. If we look good doing it, they won't go beyond the means of looking good doing it. We look good doing it, but it's really like we can make it easier for ourselves. They're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, why would we, if y'all making it look good, it's good. <laughs> but it wouldn't always be good, you know what I mean? And then the, the politics play into, I think there's more politics at Notre Dame football than a, a casual program that's in college football that's top, whatever. I just think it's just more that goes into it. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, it definitely, it definitely, some, it definitely a, pol- a lot of politics going to the Notre Dame. You know, it's it's not just, especially like especially early on. Like if you try to play <laughs> early on, a lot of politics is going into it. Like you know, if when you look maybe around, once like, you get to your is- junior senior year, if you earn it, then they like, not much politics. But when you not first get there. You know, you know, you got some people who legacies and stuff. You know, they might just be just in there, like whatever, boom. You know, it don't yeah. matter. 
But you know, there's some people getting the opportunities that you know just off of who they know, not really what they know. So, but if you can sneak in there early, yeah, like a breeze, like a wheel fuller, yeah. like a smooth, you're out of there in three. You're Easy. out of there in three. Easy. Yeah, that's why it's like you clip first. You first get there in Notre Dame, and you get in there early, and you get a couple plays or something. You know you're going to the league. I oh, Jerry yeah. Tillery. You know yeah. Jerry Tillery got in there freshman. Got in there early. Corey Robinson was a top top draft pick as a Corey could have went first round. Like <laughs> I mean, it's, that's why Notre Dame is so sweet. Yeah, that's really that's really is. I mean, because you on TV every week, you every go on week. national television every week. You showing good teams. You're showing that you can be the best player every week, you know. So one year you'd switch positions, go to league third round. Like that is so cool. And it's crazy, bro. So I, I played <laughs> I played like eight games. That's crazy. That's crazy. And yeah, it, yeah. look, this is because I Malik and I, man, we had a full discussion. It was me, you, and Max Redfield. Yeah. Had this full discussion out of Cali. And I'm like, left. I'm like, if you ever saw Deshaun Watson out here at a, at a, a restaurant, would you ever walk up to him and say, you lucky I got hurt? Because that literally, look, that game in Clemson, everything. and Notre Dame ended up playing out, could have changed the entire trajectory of college football. Of like Clemson, Dynasty, him, Notre Dame. And like, do you all guys really think about Brian Everything Kelly is good. You guys were so locked in. I, I believe. You think think about everything that went wrong. Like you lose your starting running back on a. He's making a beautiful cut on the first play, and his his knee just go right. Uh, then okay, we go play Clemson. We lose Malik. We got Deshaun, but it takes this rainstorm. Yeah, to make us up, to mess up, up, up mess us up offensively. We lose, we, we lose two fumbles going into the end zone. We moving the ball at will. They really can't stop us in the second half, and it comes down to a two point conversion. We just run probably the one play that goes right to what they stop. Never understood the part about that game, like the part nobody ever even talked about. Every time that they got the ball, it stopped raining. Every yeah. time we got the ball, yeah. it was pouring down every time we got the ball. I'm telling you, like, every literally, it was it, it'd be, they'll, they'll go to punt the ball and it just start coming down, oh like, just coming. I'm like, bro, <laughs> every what time we got the ball. Though. Oh my God, it was so terrible. It was, that was, bro, that was the craziest. That was the craziest environment. I mean, that in Florida State, man. Florida State, crazy. oh man. That's Florida I think State, they had man. the smoke going. And it man, just was hey, like every play was crazy. That Florida State game, and I, my, my, I still get chills from thinking about that game. Man. You can say like that Florida State game really is when Jerron started getting noticed. Jerron was, did get noticed in that game. He was bullying whoever was in front of him that yeah. game in the first half. Yeah, but we don't get players the size of Jerron at a at a three tech. You know? Yeah, you feel me, like. That type of size, because Jerome for real, like six, six, seven. He's yeah. like six, seven. He's a big yeah, dude. Like, like, he's not no small dude. And you really to big have dude. him at a three tech, like a, combine that with a Jerry or something. I mean, you really got some size. Yeah. And we got skinny calf, but big up top type of D lineman. It's just not. It's just not working.
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Look, man, for me, when we had that discussion, because I think I was the one that kind of brought it up to you, because I'm you like, man, what would I tell him? I'm like, yeah, bro, like, let that dude know. Like, if I played that game, all oh, y'all together. We would have dealt with y'all. Like, it would have been, been a wrap. And everything would have changed. Like, Dabo, is he still at Clemson? You know, do they even end up with Trevor Lawrence? Does Trevor Lawrence end up going to Georgia? It's like you never know what dominoes could have fallen. And Georgia could have ended up being overcoming Alabama earlier. You know what I'm saying? So it's just crazy how things happen and things are the way they are. And it is what it is. But we get ready to close this out today. I'm going to say health. Because we're going to have a show next week where we're going to talk about the biggest storylines and what needs to come out of this camp. Notre Dame needs to come out of this camp healthy, bro. That's just that's that's just it. Protect each other, stay healthy, and go into the first three games building up to September 23rd. It's look, this camp, you can say what you want to say, right? You want to come out, smash Navy. The tenant, dude, the, by the middle of the second quarter, the second string should be in against Tennessee. State. We should have had a towel right. over the head and all Man. that, Gatorade yeah. bottles. You know, we should be chilling. Because Tennessee State is literally, I don't know if you guys know this, but Tennessee State is turning this into like a party for them. They're actually like throwing a party, the Tennessee State Alumni Association. I might pull up. Shoot, it's throwing a big party. I think that we might have our first homecoming ever at Notre Dame. <laughs> I, I think they said Kid Capri is supposed to be DJing right left. What? Kid Capri is supposed to be DJing. It's going to be downtown oh, in one of the hotels. I'm like, yo, I'm coming. Like, I'm, I'm coming. definitely I'm coming. That Friday, put your TSU shirt. <laughs> TSU, yeah, I think I'm gonna pull up. <laughs> like, I'm coming. Like, wait, aren't you? Aren't you CJ from Notre Dame? No, I'm just a fan. I'm just a fan. No, no. I went to TSU. Hey, I went to grad school at TSU. Grad school. <laughs> Fortnite. Yeah. So it's going to be a humongous weekend. 
You know, I think there are some other events that, you know, they want us to be a part of with the inner city there in South Bend and uh, TSU is coming up. They're not just coming to party, but they're coming to make an impact, you know, on the youth of uh, South Bend because <clears throat> the guy that actually did our uh, show for the Blue and Gold game, our live show, is a TSU alum. And he was the one that was giving us, giving us inside information. So that game should be over quick. September 23rd is it, bro. That's that's the game. And they said Ohio State the most talented team in the country. They always are. <laughs> no kick. They they good. That's man. that's see, that's that's the thing. They, they always win, are. <laughs> they always, they always are. are. They always pretty much got, I mean, always top three. It's always them, Bama, and Georgia, basically. Let me ask you guys a question. What would it mean for Notre Dame players to come out the tunnel on September 3rd and see a stadium 65 to 70% full of starving and great? <laughs> hey, Notre Dame's always put that Irish green as the money first. <laughs> right. Know the fans have ate well, you know, if the fans is, is of the other team is filling up our stadium in the parking lot. And because, you know, no name does a great job doing tailgates where they, they got the resources to basically make it feel like they put their living room right outside the stadium. They get the big TVs, the grills, the everything you need to be comfortable. And they got the cable. So they like, man, we'll sell our little tickets for a nice come up because we have the game outside the game right here and we can be walking around and stuff. So, you know, Notre Dame has always had a interesting way of showing more loyalty to the green dollar than the Irish green when it comes to game day. You know, maybe it's the good stewardship that we like to practice on and off the field. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I think uh, that's a tough one. Uh, I mean, you know, we definitely got to show up and show out, but hey, you know how it go. Somebody's hey, either way, it don't matter how, it don't know matter what the way, what the stadium look like. You gotta go out there and play. I go out there and play. I mean, feel me? That's it. Cause that game right there, for, for the guys who you know those those seniors, junior they seniors, go to the league. you want to you want to go to the league? That's it. That's, that's, that's your game. right there. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? That's your, that's your chance. That's your league, game. right? Cause it's one guy that's pretty much. In the league, as long as he stays healthy, and that's Joe Alt. Right? Yeah, he's, yeah, absolutely. He's, oh, he's yeah, only, he's, he's only he's, making him more money. He's there. Sam he's, Hartman. He's there regardless. It don't matter. Right. What yeah. Right. Sam, Sam Hartman can get stock, second round. Yeah. You know, uh, Aldrick is probably gone. If he, he has a second year. rounder, if he go crazy in Ohio State game, who Aldrick? Yeah, he goes second round because you know they're not paying Dalvin and Saquon and all CJ man. How do you feel about what we're seeing in the NFL with Saquon and Josh Jacobs and all these dudes right now? This this is look, let me this is what I'd say I call PBS because it's like, well, there there is no market. Make the market. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, uh, it's, it's kind of been the forecast for the last few years. I mean, even as far as like, you know, me, I'm out, I mean, I'm 29, I'm out the league. Uh, I played six, you know, five years. Um, and you know, that, that was basically as far as I can go because you know, they're not they no, I, I had teams call, but they like, you know, we're not gonna pay you the vet, you know, eight year vet salary, or whatever. Um, and we just gonna we just gonna pay a guy minimum salary, you feel me? So it's uh, 
I mean, that's, that's what the league is like, the league's come to because it's like, you know, the running backs, we get injured so much. You know, we're taking so much, we're taking so much punishment. Even uh, it's not even just the runs. You think about the pass protection. Um, you know, we we taking we taking punishment every single play, uh, basically, and uh, we're taking high impact hits. So you you know you don't have you, you guys aren't really lasting. I mean, you got you're going through. You know, when I was in Seattle, my my rookie year, we went we had about 15 different backs come in. Um, I mean, Jen, that's just you know my that was just my rookie year. So it was just it was just a revolving door as far as you know who somebody just come in basically you just come in getting the ball and the next game somebody else is getting the ball. You know, it was just whoever can just and hold it, you know, and just keep, you know, whoever just lasting basically at this point. So, um, and you know, like you see a lot of these big time guys getting injured. You know, see the girlies, the, I mean, even McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, they're all injured. Really, after how did that happen? So, he just so. came off a huge contract and he went from, I mean, didn't even get interest after Atlanta. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. He's only 20. Well, because, you know, I mean, just, I mean, the bad knees and, you know, once you, you know, once you get that rap and then, the, you know, all the scouts and stuff saying, you know, he's injured, he doesn't have this, this step. And you're like, all right, well, I ain't going to pay him. And then, you know, the guy for girly, he like, well, I, I made all this money. I'm not about to go play for no minimum salary. Like, so that's what it is. It's the it's the unwillingness to play for the low amount. Not that they not offering nothing. It's I mean, just but like, like, you know, it's, it's, it's money. But I mean, it's like, it's like, what's the point, you know? Um, mm. because you know, it's, it's, oh yeah, the money is good. Yeah. But like, you know, the, the toll is taken on your body, the mental you got to go through because now like everybody looking, you was, you was that guy. Now all of a sudden you not that guy. Now you like, basically like, you know, you go from being that guy getting 20 carries to you might get five carries and you know, like you, don't know, you, don't know what, you don't know what kind of carries they even going to be. They might mm. be a, they might just throw you in third and eight. And he's like, all right, just go run an inside zone. Like, I ain't getting the first down, like you know, like <laughs> you know, just, and the probability is low now. Yeah, though. so it's like you know, it's 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 like for you know, for, for, so a guy like my age, like you know, we're like, man, you know, we're not about to go and do you know, taking dummy tear hit. our bodies up. We already been tore up enough. Like right. now, how much did the NFLPA and the Players Association? How much effect do y'all have involved in getting running backs paid more? Just those type of contract as far as like the nflpa like like you gotta understand they 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 with the nfl like they basically <laughs> <laughs> like wow. you know we wow. you know we i mean so they're actually an extension of them <laughs> yeah you know obviously they they they, they helping they, they for the players to help us you know get get stuff but you know as far as like that that's not there's nothing they're gonna do about them the running backs because it's like this the whole market for the running back is dropping you know it's it's not even you know, if you're just a if you're just a straight running back these days, you're not you know you can't you're not really doing anything. You got to be able to catch the ball and do. You got to be able to do more than just one thing at this point. So, uh, as far as the NFLPA, like they not really work. They working for you know the players as a whole, but they're not working as far as like any position group or any like specific group or anything. See, look, see, this is my issue. It's obvious that the league purposely. Sets the narrative. If you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a chance in this league. Basically, yeah. Fam, if you ain't Pat Joe, if you ain't one of the top three or four, you ain't got no chance. No way. What are we talking about? Exactly. Daniel Jones ain't moving the needle. The Giants know that. Why Saquon don't play the first? Have you seen that schedule the first six games, bro? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's tough. 
Let's say Quan not play the first six weeks and watch what happens to Daniel Jones. Oh and six. Man. Oh and six. Yeah, no. It's gonna be crazy. Oh and six. It's gonna be crazy. Every way a minute. I'll take it a step further. Because I love that. Love that Prescott historic. Love him. Look at his production once 21 wasn't 21 anymore. Get in that backfield. Let me tell you something. I'm all for running backs. Hey, man, your first two years, prove yourself, and then get your money. Yep. Get your money then. That's it, yeah. Hold out out. then. Whatever you got to do. Whatever you got to do, man. That your whole rookie contract now, no, 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 not for your position. Right. No, no, no. That's built for the quarterback and wide receivers, left tackles. That's not built for you. The game is not built for you. It's not. Be John Robinson, my brother. Kill this year, kill next year, and force Atlanta to give you your money. Mm-hmm. Like right now. Because that quarterback you got, Desmond Ritter, he ain't it. And if that right. offense explodes, you're going to be the prime reason, my brother. Yeah, you're going to be the reason why. You're going to be the prime reason why. So it's, look. It's sad because the position holds so much value still in high school. I don't know. You're down there in Texas, bro. Notre Dame has this kid, Kedron Young, from Texas, coming next year. I got to check him out. Bruh. Man. Yo, you watch this film, you're going to be like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, and it's like he comes in Notre Dame. Oh, he's gonna put up. He's going to put up numbers, and then just to know he worked his entire life to put himself in position to walk into the trick bag when it comes to the money. I'm telling you, that's 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 crazy. It's crazy. I mean, like even I mean nowadays, I literally tell I mean I tell running backs, I'm like, man, you got to be able to catch the ball. <laughs> yeah, right, Fact. straight up. I Fact. mean. Because yeah, like you, if you just running that thing, it's you ain't you ain't getting nothing. Like I mean, my boy, my boy Chris Carson for the for Seahawks, man, he had to retire because of his neck. Man, he was the strongest, best athlete I've ever seen in my life, bro. He really, he, bro. He 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 can bench four fifty and then go jump over somebody in the next in the, in the same day. Oh, so he was like a beast for real. Man, he was a he was a freak of nature, and bro, when I but I say like. He just they he just ran them straight. They just ran them straight downhill, and they just it, like he just tore his body up, man. Up. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's nothing. He like I mean, they, they they told him he was Superman, but he, he wasn't. Really, I mean, nobody's Superman. You can you know? only take so many hits, man. You can only take so much, and then you know, uh, <laughs> they so, tag yeah. you too. Yeah, and they, I mean, the thing is, like, once you start breaking them tackles, they can start hitting you harder. Yeah, that's what it is. If you, it's like one thing. It's like an un, unwritten rule. Okay, you you go down, whatever. And you but go you down. try to do too much, and you. Trying to bury Sanders out there, I'm sure they're like, All yeah. right, now I gotta now I gotta really hit you. Now I gotta really like tag you now. Like so no, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna tease you a little bit. <laughs> I know they be we we've done this, but we we're gonna let CJ because usually Malik breaks down the film. We're gonna let CJ break down like a minute to a minute and a half of Keijan Young. I thought this would be perfect. Let, okay. Let him break down Keijan Young for about a minute to a minute. Kid is out of Lufkin, yeah. Texas. You said where it? Love it? Lufkin. Lufkin. 
Oh man, strong. Ooh. Agree. Oh man. <laughs> he threw he threw bra off like Lamar Sean. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah I like the energy. See, that's the stuff that people would jump on you for, you know. Oh yeah, you strong, you're gonna just tag your shit. Cut back, yep. the move, stiff yep. arm. Oh yeah, breakaway, breakaway. The hey, I see, I seen everything on that play. Patience, <laughs> cuts, stiff arm, break tackle, and speed. I love it. What do you think is the? This, what do you think is the skill that helped the most? That was different. Like high school, you know, you just gotta be more athletic. College, you gotta be a little bit smarter, but. You know your 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 jump cuts may be working. What was the go to in the NFL that you know if I if I get this one thing down, this will be helpful for my running back career? Uh, I think I think you just gotta know yourself. So you know what you're good at. I knew I was good like putting my foot in the ground and getting the field. So I wasn't trying to do no dancing. Like I, you know, I'm like if, if I get if I get an outside zone. I'm and I'm gonna stretch it as far as I can, and I'm gonna put my foot in the ground, and I'm just gonna if somebody's there, I'm just gonna try to run through them. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's, you kind of get to a mindset you don't you don't you try not to do too much. You just do what you're really good at, and you keep it. You just stay there. So like instead of trying to you know in the off season you do see guys doing all these drills and stuff, doing this and that. Like I would I would incorporate that stuff, but I would do like I would have it like all right, I'm dude, I do this little quick this, and I put my foot in the ground, get up, feel quick as I can. So I'm just knowing that I need to. At the end of the day, if I'm dancing, I need to put my foot in the ground, get upfield. That's that's Sweet. what I'm good at. So that's man. That's, so that's like saying you're working on your your crossover. If it was basketball, like exactly. yeah, I got all yeah. the setbacks, but that one two crossover, that one two cross, I I gotta have that right every time. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's especially when everybody's good. You mm. just gotta be better Absolutely. at one thing. You know. Yeah, that's it. Like, you know, once you get to the league, everybody everybody's good. Like everybody's good. So you just you just gotta be good at the one thing you're good at. Like don't yeah. don't try to go out there if if you if you a speed guy, don't try to be go and be a power guy. Like, you know, don't don't try to go and hit somebody if you were not if you were of a speed guy. Just if you if you if, if you're a juke guy if you if you're a shifty guy, like be shifty. Don't don't try to go and run past somebody you ain't fast enough. Like <laughs> so that that's just kind of how that's that's kind of how how I, what I learned from playing because I, I got injuries trying to do other things. Like I try to dance and, you know, be a power guy sometimes. And then I get hurt. I'm like, nah, let me just go to speed. Let me go Let me go run fast, catch the ball, like, and make it simple on myself. Okay. So, that, that definitely, so you're not doing all of this in high school. I mean, in the NFL, doing all the cutting and throwing people. and. No, I mean, if, if that's what you do, do that. But you gotta, you know, you gotta also gotta understand, you know, when the when the uh the battles when the battles over, yeah, you gotta okay. know when the battles over, especially in the league. You know, in high school, you can, dang, dang. yeah, oh yeah, he got the pass pro too. Oh yeah, I like this kid. He got the juice. He's got the juice. So with a kid like this, what would be your advice? Just try to stay healthy as you can, because you you exerting a lot of energy doing a lot. You know? Nah, man, keep doing what he's doing. Keep doing what he's doing. I don't don't lose none of that. Don't lose none of it. He'll and then we'll, we'll once you get to that the highest level, then you can you you can figure it out from there. Once you're professional, but once until you get there, show it all, show everything you got at every he, time. Every does point. he seem like a day one 
show up like, oh, I, I can absolutely give me the ball. Well, you you tell from the pass pro. The pass pro was the the the, the main the main source because you got to be able to protect the passer first. So you see him you see him knocking knocking dudes out on pass pro. Even here, you see on the, the runs, he's real patient. He's 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 uh he's he's not he's not cutting too quick. He's 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 letting he's letting his O lineman work for him, and then he's just making the plays. So How I think would he's you definitely develop, as a running back though the patience. As you know, Le'Veon takes a lot of credit for saying that he set the wave of the patient running back kind of thing. How do you train like that in the offseason? Because I feel like as a running back, you know, you lift, you stay in shape. But, hell, when you, those bullets, you hard to replicate when you're trying to run through holes and stuff. No, I mean, it's, it's film study. Uh, I mean, it, it may depend on your it may depend on your O-line, too, how your O-line be blocking, um, yeah, how, how, how the run scheme is, you know, how the run scheme is blocked. Uh, you know, sometimes, you know, if you've got like a zone running scheme, you can you can be a little bit more patient instead of like a gap where you just everybody's kind of just pushing, you know, pushing forward. Uh, so, you know, just depend on the running scheme and then the kind of the alignment you got, you know, because if you got if you got, you know, if you got shredders in front of you, you don't need to be too patient. You can right. just like you let them the get boys the hit it. While, while we have you here. This is something this is crazy. I remember. The same day I spoke to Dylan McCullough, I spoke to Harry Heastan because he had returned mm -hmm. to Notre Dame. And Harry said, I talk to the running backs just as much as I talk to the old line because the running backs need to know what I'm telling the old line yeah. in order for them to be effective. And I would see him in practice talking to the running backs and he was given the leeway because of his relationship with Tom to go ahead, talk to the running backs and say things to them. Joe Rudolph comes in and Joe Rudolph comes in with a high grade in development. You, know, you look at the guys he's put into the NFL, not the same pedigree when they came to college like Notre Dame gets, but he gets them to the league and they end up being effective offensive linemen in the NFL. So you know he can develop, but he does it a different way. He likes his guys to move. He likes these guys to get out in space, pull. He likes athleticism, which might be a little bit different from what Harry Heeshan like, especially on the interior, because he liked a little more mauling type guy. Yeah. And every now and then you just get a special dude like Quentin Nelson that could do whatever the hell he wanted to do. So <laughs> it really didn't matter. But – I'm very interested in seeing the combination of Dylan McCullough with Joe Rudolph and how he likes to give different looks. And I said this to the left. I said, if there's anybody that consistently gave Ohio State fits, match it up, it was the Wisconsin running game with the different ways they could attack yeah. Ohio State. I said, having Joe Rudolph on this staff might be something from the running game standpoint that might add some versatility that Ohio State may have not seen from Notre Dame on film over the last decade. Just talk about his impact as being the new O-line coach and how it can impact the running back room. No, I mean, uh, I definitely think, you know, obviously whenever you get a change, O-line, you get a different running schemes, and it always, you know, it, 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 can, it always can be whatever, 
with our line it's not gonna matter we got we got guys yeah so, <laughs> like matter. you know but for the the change of scheme is always great because you're gonna you're gonna have the, you're gonna still run the same thing we did last year we still have the power we're gonna still have the inside zones but he's gonna probably bring in some things that i might never seen before we never seen before some make some counters maybe some some pulls maybe some you know some uh some like you know pitches or something that we ain't seen before to get guys out in space right and then yeah, and also catch Ohio State off guard. So I definitely think it's a great, great move because you know, as, you know, as far as he's staying, you know, he, we knew what we were gonna get. We were, we were running at you, and we were gonna maul you. And but I, well, we loved it though because we knew exactly what we, what we was getting, and you couldn't stop it. So, um, but you know, did you know uh, Rudolph? So you know, we might, we might see some different schemes and stuff. So it would definitely be great for, you know, it definitely be great for the running backs. I know they'll have fun with it because uh, I know I had a great time when we were putting in different schemes senior year. And you just you see the old lineman just having fun going and like I, I'm running behind Quentin Nelson. He just I'm just literally watching him pick whoever he wants to block and just pancaking him. Like yeah, you're so, not you know, worried about juke the dudes guys. behind the line. Yo, how it was crazy because I remember they went through the draft process and I remember watching it was like who was that Bradley Chubb that North Carolina State had yeah. And Bradley Chubb, they were like, yo, who was the best player you faced all year? He was like, oh, big. He was like, them dudes in Notre Dame. <laughs> he, they were expecting him to say a running back, a quarterback, yeah. you know. He was like, no, man, old boy from Notre Dame. Yeah. He was like, yeah, that, dude, that, dude, that dude is different. Yeah, he's different. He was like, man, we, he was like, man, I was having success early. And he was smiling. Yeah. <laughs> It was almost like he was new. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Like, you know, right. we're stopping the run, the game, you know, on the road, feeling good. And he said, we, man, he said, man, I looked up in the third quarter. He was like, I'm looking at my got my boy next to me, like, yo, they kicking our ass. Like, yeah. it's yeah. it's over. Like, you can feel like we have let go of the rope. And it might have been right after that you you ran that ninety two yarder like right after that CJ and it was like okay yeah but what was it like to play behind just not him because I mean he's next to Mike McGlinchey bro like no, that was next, he, was, he, was next to, he was next to Ronnie right he was next I, to Ronnie and then I had Nick and then yeah I had Nick Elmer and Steve. I had McGlinchey wait this is a, this is the crazy thing talking about what we were talking about what Notre Dame. Steve Elmer probably would have ended up second, first, second round pick. This dude yeah, was like, he I, I, right in that I, class with like, everybody I'm else. Good. I'm no. good. I don't want to play no more. Yeah, he actually didn't tell us. He just told Coach Kelly and never came back. He said, I was like, wait a minute, where are you? He said, I ain't in politics, dog. I'm good. He said, I'm good. I'll see y'all later. I lost. He lost about 100 pounds. Lost 100, man. You know he was serious when he lost all his weight. Yep. He was like, I'm he got, done with it. Yeah. Got them head shots. <laughs> yeah, it was over. <laughs> Yeah, he's staying random. Right he's staying random right out of there. Ha, <laughs> ha,
That hey, Harry could do that to you, yeah, boy. No, but no, that old line, man, it was special. Um, and I didn't the thing is I didn't even realize how special they were until I got to Seattle. And really? I I didn't so I had one negative run in college, my, my senior year. I had one negative run. Damn. My first three negative, my first three runs in Seattle were all negative runs. <laughs> Damn. First three. Phone, I was in the phone booth. Like it really was hard to maneuver those first three. Like I would, like, I would, I would in, in college, I was I would get the ball, could look around and hit the hole. In the league, I'll get it. And I would, if I stop for a second, I'm I'm getting tackled. Oh right. my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, terrible. Oh. Yeah, so I was like, uh that's when I was like, dang, my old line was nice. Like Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy because of the belief. We said no the dang fans have been spoiled. Cause they don't know what normal college O line yeah. play looks like. They have no idea. No idea, man. They yeah. don't know, have no idea what it's like to play behind a good O line. Yeah, one thing no to see it, but the, yeah. the, the the time that you have, meant like your mental clock, as you sitting in the pocket or as you working through, you know, finding holes is is just a lot more. I mean, like, man, I, I, I don't think I, I've ever like I don't even think I can remember a game where it was just like, dang, they just sacking us like. Yeah, never. You know, it's never just been a game where we just getting sacked. Like, if you watching a game, if you like, you watching a, a game, and you just see the other team getting sacked. You like, they about to lose. Like, you know they're gonna easily. Lose. They, they easily. can't do nothing. Like, man, we never had to ex- even experience. That's why that. it was like, always in games because it was like you're not just going three and out us. You know, it's going. Yeah, like I mean, I barely even pass protect in college because they were they blocked everybody. Like I ain't and they picked nothing. up everything edges and extra. Yeah, guys. Like, I was like, I had to do nothing. Like. Yeah, no, that that O line is different at Notre Dame. It's like that's literally a, a, a professional O line, like yeah. in college. And that's crazy. Seattle was just so different. And you're like, this is the professional league, and they get I'm like, bro, we ain't. Especially coming game. off of what they did with with Beast Mode, you just expected that was the culture, like. Yeah, yeah. When I got there, the, the, the Maulers were weren't, got, weren't there anymore. In, in your opinion, how much of that is you know? People just like to say, like, oh, he man, he had a good offensive line. I just think beast mode was like a type of mentality. Like, no, absolutely. It didn't matter. Okay, you put five in front. All I need y'all to do is hold up for this long. No, he has some, he has some dudes in front of him for sure. He oh, has, for sure. He yeah. has dudes, but but his the mentality was 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 was, was really what it was. It's like the mom, it's like the mama mentality. It's like you 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 not stopping me. You can put three people on me, but it's still not stop. I'm still gonna shoot it and make it. Like so that's that's just kind of the beast mode mentality. And uh that, that's that's kind of what they were like what we went for in Seattle. Give me because left has given us like fall camp moments, right? Like Chase Claypool not knowing how to play football, just picking yeah. dudes up and just throwing them out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Uh the first time Jalen stepped on the field, it was like, oh snap, this this dude, yeah, he the best, he the best player already. Real on the other side. Sheldon throwing McGlinchey is still a famous clip. And I remember Sheldon, Sheldon, Sheldon when he started yeah. off the ball, I'm like toss McGlinchey. Like, it was some <laughs> it was great. It was really crazy for real. It was, it was it like was. the poor man's Aaron Donald type thing. Like, dude, just uh like famous yeah, clip to just, this day. Famous clip to this day. So Shell as a freshman just no, no, I it was. I think Mike was the freshman. Mike was a freshman. Okay, Mike was the freshman. And Sheldon just was on his. Like Sheldon was really, really good, and then he got hurt, and he was coming back from it, and he was still good. But man, I thought 
I heard freshman Sheldon was like the dude. Yeah, no, Shell. I mean, I mean he's, Shell's still playing. He's still in the league, league, yeah. So, so he, you know, like he, he definitely that dude. Um, I'm trying to think. It's another fall camp moment. Fall camp. Moment. Like, what was what was the Quentin has arrived moment? Like, man, man. just in general, he just. Was, I'm about to say. I remember. I knew when I knew Quentin was that dude. Was we were we were working out one day, <laughs> and we finished working out like. We had finished the O line. O line works out like an hour before us usually. So we finished working out, and he was still in there working out. <laughs> so that means he would have been the O line would have been done for an hour, and he was still working out like after that. So he was in there for like three hours working out, like yeah. doing farmers walks. Farmers I was walks, like, oh yeah. hell no, nah, this dude is real. He's like real. just off Where of that, I can tell. From? wait a minute, you said doing farmers walks. Yes, like I'm telling, this is two hours after they already done. Like yeah. the the O line culture is great at Notre Dame. They yeah, you is, don't have yeah. to tell them to work after or before they weight room after practice before practice film. It's, it's already built in. It's like if, if every just, group they, at Notre Dame did that, we would win every game. Honestly, we would be the best team, way better than Georgia if we mm-hmm. did the O line routine type. Man, y'all, come on, keep them rolling. Fall camp stores, like stuff. That 2015 fall camp, Malik, you had me dying. Because you were like, dude, from the first snap, we were like 70-yard touchdown, 80-yard touchdown, 65-yard touchdown. You were like, dude, we didn't know what the DC was doing. Because I, I, oh, yeah. I would never throw his name on this podcast. Oh, man, he was tripping. He was like, well, I remember he, that's that's actually funny. He, I, it was one day after a fall. It was after practicing fall camp. He came to me. He's like, "Hey, CJ, I don't know what we're gonna do about you." <laughs> like, bro, no, for real. Like, really stressed out in fall camp, not knowing. Like, like, bro, like, you can worry about me. You can worry about the other teams. <laughs> the other teams we play. You can't even scheme against your own offense, man. That's crazy. We, you see our plays every day. Every no, we don't. Giving fits, but that's because we were okay. It goes back to why we were so good. We would tell a team we're running right and left, and it didn't matter. It didn't matter. We're gonna get five, six, fall forward, might break it or something. Yeah, we were just really good. Confident. So Malik said, I'm like, come on, left. He was like, no, nah, dude. He was like, the DBs were calling checks. He's like, I don't know what the heck they were doing on the defensive side of the ball. Like the defensive backs were called checks. Like not the, the, the not the not the not the defensive backs. The corners were the were, were the cornerbacks. The corners were responsible yeah, for the were checks, not the safeties. Yeah, the, the corners, corners were were check calls. were the responsible for making the checks. Crazy! I never even heard that before. Furthest people from the sideline, from the middle of <laughs> where the ball is, making checks. Hey. Fall camp stories right here on Lucky Lefty Podcast. So your first fall camp, your first fall camp, mm. you go in, what does it feel like? No air conditioning. You know, you got them big-ass fans. You know it get real when you walk in and there's no – they got them little wind fans and it's kind of hot already and everybody running around trying to find yeah. the room. And- the Culver, the Culver, uh, the Culver camps, they suck. Like if, if that's your first fall camp, you, like because you that, like man, we could be at home doing this. Why we can we? be. I could be in an air conditioned dorm, but they got me in this hot, hot 
military auditorium seat. with these hard seats. Yeah, hard seats. Like you got he's Coach Booker. It. Coach Booker, the first thing I gotta listen to every morning, talking every about morning. some uh Rangers ST. Hearing that damn horn. Hearing the horn. And it's like after practice, it's like you know, that six o'clock to ten o'clock window where you just Man, I want to go home, but I'm in the middle of nowhere. I'm just kind of walking around, bad service. And it's always you know, hot. Always hot. Always just, hot. That's the word. You just can't ever get away from the heat. You should get dressed in the morning. You got to sweat on, take your stuff off. The transition, because they make you get in the ice bath after practice. So all your <laughs> stuff is wet, you know, and you trying to – it's a lot. Training – oh, getting getting taped in uh, all the treatment with – the in between times and stuff is tough because yeah. people it's funny like asleep. it's funny you be thinking i think about camp and it's like the camp is such always such a blur you just yeah. kind of know what happens but you don't really know what really went on during camp you just like all right, i knew what was going on but i don't really know the events of what really yeah. was going on like i remember little things like i remember yeah we got like i remember going to cover but i don't barely remember even practicing there like <laughs> no for real it was just mo. It was just like bits and pieces that because you're just in the you're just in it, and, in and, it, it's, yeah. and it happens so fast because it's every day, and then you just leave one day. Okay, yeah. go back to campus, and then because when you get back, you got like two more weeks. Two more weeks, yeah, and, it and feels then school, so and then you know that whole yeah. thing. So you're like, it's not even over yet. <laughs> we actually, my uh, I think it was my junior year. We had so uh, Coach Denbrock, receiver coach. He had uh, I think he had like got sick or had some procedure. So we had Coach Kelly was the receiver coach for like a week. <laughs> yes. Hey. Yo, whenever Coach Kelly takes over a practice or a group, you will be we, like, man, this dude it doesn't know. English. We was jacked up, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, everything that we had learned from the playbook, everything. He would say the opposite. Opposite. Literally he would everything. say the complete. Uh, and it'd be like, bro, I know you're not. I know you're not for real, bro. You joking? And he would always keep the same. He'd be like, no, yeah, let's do it this way. Yeah, right. right. And so we <laughs> – so uh, what's the name of the freshman? Corey Corey Holmes was a freshman, I think. And so, Brett, coming into freshman year, I think, and Corey had did spring ball, so he had kind of knew the playbook right? with Denbrock. So he comes into fall camp with Coach Kelly, and Coach <laughs> Kelly is telling him all different stuff. Opposite stuff. Like so, like, and, <laughs> and so, you know, like, when you – and, you know, when you – like, you come in as a freshman, you really not – you still kind of, like, moving kind of slow because you kind of figure out what you're doing. Corey was moving hella slow because he didn't know hella what the hell slow. he was doing. Like it was like Corey Run, Corey. So, yeah, like Corey all Run. They going, they getting that Corey. To, to, they like Corey Run, Run. Yeah, Corey, like we like, didn't think Kelly's he like telling, wanted to be here. Or something. Kelly, I'm like, telling different stuff, like from the playbook. Like he don't even know what the hell going on. Probably like he's like, bro, I don't know what's happening. Like, <laughs> we would literally be in a meeting with coach. Like we'd be in a meeting with the quarterback coach, like coach, uh, uh coach Sanford or something, or Mike Lafour or whatever. Coach Kelly would walk in late. We'll sit down and we talk. We talk about something. After we get the, done agreeing, talking through it, everybody's on the same page. He'd be going there and be like, let's call it this other thing and do this op- <laughs> like totally opposite. And, and it's so awkward because this is the head coach. It's Brian Kelly. You like, so you got Coach Sanford not knowing what to say. I'm in there, you know me. I'm like, so what are, what are you what are we doing? Like, are we going this way or that way? But nobody wants to say Coach Kelly's wrong, which is the funniest part about it. Like, nobody would be like, nah, Coach Kelly, we ain't. That's that's just, hey, that ain't right. Like, you just kind of be like, all right, bro, and then wait till he leave and be like, just do it the way we talked about. <laughs> you feel me? Really like, go in there and mess you up for real. You would think you'd be like, oh, no, that's not. 
and then you get out to practice and he and you got to practice and coach kelly getting at your head because he just because he, he told you to do it one way and now you're doing it the other way like yo and now you're an uncoachable player or something like you know right, that now, case, it's all, now it's you. that's crazy <laughs> and now you affect the kids opportunity to make an imprint in fall yeah. camp yeah you know and climb the depth chart let's talk about those moments let me tell you something this Malik, I told Malik, I said, I went to practice and I said, uh, the entire week of practice, Notre Dame media put out nothing but clips of wide receivers catching long bombs from Sam Hartman and Tyler Buckley. The entire week. It was crazy. It was almost like they did too much. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, practice, the offense is just dominating. So I go to a Saturday practice and I watch Benjamin Morrison. Blocking and drills, it was almost like, okay, that's what y'all gonna do. Yeah. I saw Benjamin Morrison lock up every receiver, man to man. Like, no, I got him. This my rep. And I turned to some people. I, I turned to my guys, Andrew and Levon Whitaker. Like, yeah, he he's a dude. Like, no, they they get they got one. Like. He yeah, he's three years and out. That's it. He oh, he's gone. Yeah, he yeah, he ain't gonna be here more than three years. Yeah, he it, it's a wrap. Yeah, you have like any dude moments like that where you yeah. like watching a dude and it's just like yeah, all right. Man, when, when smooth first got to to campus, we were doing seven on sevens just in the summer, like just rank just seven on seven. I Man, I was in the slot. This man smooth hit me, like he just he just I don't know I don't know I don't know what he did, but he like I damn near pulled my hamstring, broke my leg, and we were just we was damn near doing seven on seven just outside walk like just you know run running doing outside you know basically doing seven on seven. Right. I was like, man, this dude moves different. Like he he got to the, he got to this spot so fast, like then like I couldn't even I couldn't even get around him. Like I'm like, yo, this oh, he stepped for step with you. He was step for step, and he had just got on campus. (laughs) Like like he didn't know what he was doing, but he was just in like just there. Like I'm like, yeah, this this guy, this guy's it. Yo, that's crazy because it kind of sounds, man. I'll never forget. My man was lined up on a Dory Jackson, and after three steps, had his hands up. Like, like bro, he was playing off coverage. What you told? What you mean? Like didn't matter. He was like, I'm making that up. Throw the ball. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that was that was definitely one of them dude moments too. So Benjamin Morrison is a dude. I can tell you that. Absolutely. For a fact, it's gonna be fun to watch him go up. I don't know if they'll have him follow Marvin Harrison Jr. I'm sure Cam Cam will get his reps on him. You know, I'm sure they'll probably move Marvin Harrison to the slot in certain formations to try and get him open and try to do certain things. But man, my next one was this guy Jalen Sneed this spring. Jalen Sneed changed the entire tenure of a practice. Mm. Practice is just real smooth, real chill. You know, music playing. Uh, uh, they going through the drills, blowing the whistle. Next play, and then he just got tired of it. And came out and just popped somebody. Said a few words. 
went back to the huddle. He must have told him don't do it again because he came back and did the exact same thing. <laughs> Popped him again. It went up. Practice went up. Now everybody's chipping. Rest of practice, everybody's chipping. And I'm like, okay, because he's still a freshman. Yeah. This is his spring. He's still a freshman. By the books. And I'm like, yo, if he if he can do that, I need that. Yeah, for sure. I need that attitude. Because everybody else is just like ho hum. Right. We we need some dudes like that. No, you definitely do. You need somebody who's gonna stir up some stuff and compete. That's that's just that's just competing right there. I like Lucky that. Lefty, man, Lucky Lefty Podcast. So we're about to get out of here. Thank you once again to Cam McDaniels that joined us early. CJ Procise, they both joined us down from that big state of Texas. I've, I've been trying to get down there, dealing with some stuff. I've got people in Dallas that just moved to Frisco. Okay. From Chicago. They moved their business down there. They, you know, they do homes and flip them and everything. So I'm going to get down and check them out. And, um, I'll Definitely. be down there too, man. I got to come down. Yeah, we got to come down and check you and Cam out. Especially you saying you and Cam are like, what, 15 minutes apart? Yeah, so uh, my gym is – well, he's he in Fort Worth, so he like he probably like 40 minutes from me. But uh, my gym is probably like 20 minutes from where he's at. How is it? I mean, you've been growing it. The, the clients coming in and everything. And how, yeah, man, we've been, we've been growing. We've been uh, – we got a couple 707 teams now. Oh, okay. Uh, Shoot. That's, that's, been, that's been our kind of new our, our kind of new thing. Uh, it's been fun though, man. We're doing the speed and agility has been good. We've been getting a lot of clients come, come a lot, a lot of new clients, a lot of old clients coming back. Uh, so uh, it's been good. Been... Uh, NFL guys, pro guys coming through yet? Yeah, we'll, we'll have we'll have some guys come through. Uh, we got we've been having a little bit more college guys come through uh, yeah. lately. Um, so it's been it's been cool. Definitely been good. Is there a rehab part? You got got some uh, some Norma Techs in there? <laughs> you know we got you know we got Norma Techs. We got massage therapy. Um, oh, we got, okay. We got, got, a, P, got a little PT um, yeah. that we, we use. So yeah, we we got it all, man. We try to we trying to make it a one stop shop. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, man. Well, we appreciate you joining us, man, and uh, appreciate y'all, man. We love the vibe, and you know how we do it every show. You know what time it is. Yes, sir. Petticoat. It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing. Are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's petty historic Petty Junction? Petty Junction, Petty Story today brought to you by Nora Whiskey and NoraWhiskey.com. Premium American Whiskey and NoraWhiskey.com. Ty Smith, we see you, man. CJ and um, you have to go back to the beginning of the podcast. We did a whole segment on Chris Tyree and his transition. This would have hit a little bit different because it was in real time. It hit right during the time we would have done the show yesterday. But I got to put my man, Zach Martin, on the petty train. 
Because I ain't never seen nobody use their Madden ratings to let the team know I ain't coming in. Give me my money. Like they gave me, man. Madden Ravens came out. They gave him a ninety-nine. He tweet. He tweeted it out and was like, "Yeah, uh, I might not be showing up to camp." (laughs) Hey, I said, "Mate," I said, "Bro, yeah, you you talk." This man just you. First of all, this man just said, "Obviously, y'all been talking crazy." Yeah, wasting your time on this contract. I'm the best in the league, bro. You said eight, 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 eight time pro bowler with eight time all pros and uh six holding calls. Yes, sir. Yeah, he, he, don't, he don't need to come to camp. He good. No, no. You see that Madden Brayden? He used a Madden Brayden, bro. You see that? This is my announcement. That's what his huh? contract should be. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And I That's said crazy. I. That was one of the pettiest announcements I had ever seen in my life. I'm like, yo, I love it. If it's a way to be petty and let a team know. What your worth is, y'all go ahead and check out that 99 Madden rate. Check yeah. that out. <laughs> I love paid, it. Man. The league, so many funny things happened in the league last year. Just on just, just I know. Just, I keep seeing the tweets about it. It's gonna be yeah. funny. <laughs> I, it's like stuff I forgot. I was like, oh, that did happen. That did happen. It's crazy stuff. So, what did you think about that exact list, quarterback list that came out before we let you go? I think they had, they had Pat Mahomes. Josh Allen in the top five is unserious to me. Malik, man, you got to stop. This bashing Josh Allen, man, you got to stop. You know, you, know why, you know why I can't take it seriously? Because you are bash Josh Allen and then Kate for Kirk Cousins. No, no. No, 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 no. This cat, dude, have you seen the quarterback documentary, CJ? No, I, I ain't watched it. What's it on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah, I ain't watched it. You can watch, watch episodes one and two and seven and eight. Yeah, you can just skip all the other stuff. <laughs> yeah. One and two, seven and eight. You're fine. Kirk Cousins has a trophy room, and this dude took the divisional championship t shirt and hat and put it in his trophy room. That let me know everything I need to know about this dude. I said, oh, dude, you ain't serious. I Your trophy bitch, room. I got that bitch in the bottom of my drawer. <laughs> <laughs> he said he hung it up, put a little this man. On it. He put it up in the trophy room. I said, oh, "What? Man. Divisional? Man, now this is this is the ball, dude. This was. I don't know if he was trying to play mind games with Jalen Hurts. So you knew they, do, you know, on Monday night they do the big media yeah. day at the Super Bowl." So they got Pat and Jalen mic'd up, and Pat tells Jalen Hurts, like, yeah, you know, I rented a crib six miles from the stadium. You know, I got it three months ago. <laughs> and Jalen's looking at him like, you got it three months ago? He was like, yeah, I got it three months ago. <laughs> and I'm saying, Pat, what? So basically, Pat was like, oh, I knew I was going to be here. Yeah. So I got my crib yeah. three months ago on Airbnb. You know, I got a sweet price on it too. And I'm like, man, even though Jalen Hurts balled out, if Pat was sitting there just playing mind games with him, like, hey, I'm here, dog. Yeah, that's too funny. And you've been against them, Kansas City. Is it that different playing against them as opposed to other teams? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pat Mahomes is different. I mean, it's definitely different. I mean, it's not as – I mean, now with, with that – not with, with Tyree Kill going, it's definitely a lot different. Okay. Okay. But when he was there, it was like, this, these dudes different because <laughs> Tyree Kill and Pat Mahomes and Kelsey, oh, man. Man. Those That's three, because you know, you know, you know, Pat Mahomes and Kelsey, they gonna connect at least seven, eight times, yeah. and then if Tyreek Hill gets three deep balls on me, we can lose the game. <laughs> we can lose the game. Game over. <laughs> Literally. Well, that's why they paying that man half a billion. That's why they paying half a billion. Hey, man, great show. Lucky left you. We appreciate you. Um. We, we felt like we owed you, so we gave you a double dose today, and we really wanted to dig in, and we appreciate you guys sticking by us, man. Continue to see, send us prayers, your positivity, your vibes. We appreciate it, and we're going to continue to spend it different, man. Nobody out here doing Notre Dame content like us. They don't have the freedom, so, you know. They just don't, and we appreciate you guys. Don't forget CFB8 Nation. Tap in Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And as always, make sure you spin it different. We'll check you guys out tomorrow. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.